Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. All right, welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name is Lloyd Ross. This episode is titled The Five Things I Learned from Gary V. Gary V is obviously Gary Vaynerchuk of VaynerMedia, VaynerSports, VFriends. He's a very famous entrepreneur um, who really started out in a liquor store with his dad, working in a liquor store till he was about 30, I think. And then he went to, to create Wine Library TV. He used a lot of Twitter and YouTube to build that, which is incredible. And then he moved into... Uh, the speaking and training world um, of social media marketing, and he built his own social media agency called VaynerMedia and Vayner Sports. And he's really prolifically become an investor, a business owner, a builder, but a, a, a true to his heart, just an entrepreneur, sales guy, marketing genius. And so as my birthday came up for my 40th, my wife said, what do you want to do? And I just got back from a huge trip to America and Bali and some other places. I was like, you know what? I don't want to do anything for my birthday. I just want to just go to dinner. I don't do anything. And she's like, really? What do you want to do? I said, well, I want to go to Gary. He's coming. I would like to just go meet him and hang out with him for the day and go to this event that's coming up. Mindset Matters that uh, young Ethan was putting on. Amazing 28-year-old guy put this event on Gary's incredible story too. But um, uh, I was like, yeah, I just want to go hang out with Gary. I was going to you know, get the high ticket, go hang out, go meet him, go listen. And that's, uh, you know what? If I could do nothing else and do that for my birthday, I'd be happy. Like... I love personal growth. I love learning new things. I love going to other people's events too. I love hosting events. I love speaking at events. But but this was going to be the jam, right, in Brisbane. So she got the tickets. What an awesome wife I have. She went and bought these um you know platinum tickets for us to go do that. So that was where uh, we were on Saturday in Brisbane. And whilst I've learned so much from Gary, like uh, it was actually in our vows at our wedding in Phuket. My wife said, my vows are to get to know Gary Vaynerchuk and Warren Buffett better. How cool is that? She put in her vows. And so, um, part of her vows was she, we went and did that on the weekend. And so, but I've been following him for a long time, read all his books, uh, followed him on Instagram. Of course you go follow him, Gary V. I think it is Gary Vaynerchuk on Instagram. He's everywhere. Like, but, and, and I've learned so much from marketing to, um, you know, just some of the stuff that he puts out there about life and so forth in general. I love his hustle. I share a lot of values with Gary. Uh, and so I was excited for this, but here's the five things that I learned. There was a lot of Q and A, which was cool. Um, and I think I've learned a lot of this over the years with him too, but from that piece, uh, meeting him on the weekend, these are the things that I took away and I want to share them with you on this episode. Okay. So the five things are this, the first thing is optimism plus patience is a killer wealth building combo. Optimism plus patience is a killer wealth building combo. Now let's unpack that optimism, one part, patience, the other part. Uh, optimism, like you, you attract what you think and what you say, and you do, you attract that energy back into you. It's weird how it works, but whatever you say in your language, in a dialogue and out of dialogue, but certainly what you say out loud, you're obviously thought already. And if it's pessimistic, you'll invite pessimism, pessimism into your life because your reticular activating system in your brain will actually start to identify patterns that align with your language. And that's why they say what you say about you bring about. So if you're pessimistic, you'll bring in pessimism. But of course, if you're optimistic, you'll bring in opportunity. And so the idea of being optimistic is no matter what the day you face in the day, 
if you can treat it with optimism and enthusiasm, you're likely to have already won half the game effectively, right? And he talked about how, and he says this, there's a, like a one in 400 trillion chance of becoming a human being. Like we've all won the ovarian lottery, all of us. We're, we're all lucky to be here and we're not here for a long time. We're only here for like 80 years and it's game over. It's not long. It goes so quick. And so he said, how can you not be optimistic about that? How can you not be optimistic about having already won the ovarian lottery? You've won already. How can you not be excited about just experiencing every part of life? Not just the wins, but the sadness, the emotion, the, the heartbreak, the setback. That's all part of the journey. But you, you have to be optimistically moving forward because the good times will outweigh the poor. But if you don't believe that, you're not going to win. So optimism is the first part. The second part is patience. And what people, I find this fascinating. When I think of patience, I think in like 25-year blocks. On a smaller scale, I'll say this to you. What I've learned in my 40 years on earth is this. You can live an entire life in 10 years, truly. Like I look at the last 10 years of our life, my goodness, the travel we have done, the businesses we have built, the accolades, the the, the excitement, the, the adventure, the fun, the, I mean, Flip an egg, engage, married, multiple businesses, investing success, like travel, globe, family success, everything. Just it's a soup of adventure and 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 learning and leveling up and you know, lots of stuff. Obviously, some some sadness too in that period, but it's like like I look back and think, flip an egg, you lived a juicy life in even a decade. And here we are, we get eight or nine decades on earth to live. So you can live a full life in the next 10 years. But you've got to have patience to actually let the 10 years transpire. Because I think back 20 years, I was in terminals in London for my 20th birthday, you know, in a nightclub. And I think far out 20 years, I look back to that and think, wow, you've done a fair bit. But also with the skills and, and stuff and things you have now, the next 20 years, you're going to be amazing, right? So 20 years, my dad says you can, you, it takes 20 years to be an overnight success. So I'll say you can live a whole life in 10 years, but I agree that it probably takes 20 years to be an overnight success. So when I think it, when Gary says have patience, I have patience for the next 20 years. I'm, I live my life knowing that if I just do the, what's required over the next 10, 20 years, it's going to be a tremendous success because of the compound effect, because no one's prepared to have the same patience. You know, I know when I've had a huge win that it's one more stepping stone in the next 20 years. It's not the end and it's not even the beginning. It's just, it's just the building process. So you've got to be patient. You, you have to be patient and give yourself grace. You have to be patient with your skill building. You have to be patient with your career, with your, your relationship. You just have to be so patient. Okay. And I think what has happened is social media has made us impatient because all you see is people living this real life or fake life, or whatever. And all they show you is the glory and the, and, and the, and the fun and all that sort of stuff, but they don't share their story. So you get impatient. Like, why don't I have that? And envy starts to take people over and it makes them impatient. But here's what I've learned. I love the journey. I'm enjoy, I enjoy the process. And if you can also start to find joy in, in the process each day, you're going to be able to have a lot more patience because you're going to enjoy playing the game. Like I, I've, I've stopped setting big, massive written down goals because it just creates unhappiness in me because I, I just enjoy the journey so much. I'm already happy with the things that I'm doing. Do I want to still achieve things? Yes. Is it in my mind? Yes. But I'm not like pedantic about it because I'm enjoying the journey. And if you have optimism and the patience to enjoy just the process of building your, your wealth, you're going to go way further, right? It's a killer combo. As he said, the second thing he taught was this, or I've learned from him is this, other people win because you win. 
you may think that just because someone wins, someone loses. That's not the case. Okay? If you win, other people will win because you win. It's, that's how winning happens. Like, it, it's only people that are victims that think that someone wins and then they lose. Like, if even if I'm, I don't know, even if I'm competing in business and someone of my competitors does a great job, I'm like, whoa, how can I learn from that? What, what makes me better? How can I learn from their awesomeness? You know, so no one really loses. I think uh, if you're in a relationship where it's win-lose, you've got to get out. If you're in a business relationship or and you're, you're, you're experiencing that where your clients are losing and you're, you're winning, you've got to get out of that because it will catch up with you, right? People win because you win. I know I look back at all the things, times I've won things, and all around me, others have won at the same time. It's just, it just is the way it is. There's plenty in it for everybody. It's an abundant world. Like, because I taught this at a recent event, money is a byproduct, byproduct of the value you give to the world. And what's the limit of value you can give to the world? It's limitless, which means money's limitless. It, you just conjure it up. It's not a finite thing. They will print money as much as we need. You don't have to worry about, is there a lid on this thing? Other people win because you win, so go and win because you'll make them win, and you'll win together. And that's a wonderful thing to do with the right people, right? The third thing he taught me was this. <clears throat> the biggest poison in us all is regret. Do whatever it takes to avoid it starting today. This has been a huge paradigm for me. This is a big, uh, this is a big rule that I live by where I don't want to regret things. I just recently did an, uh, I recorded a, an episode for this show about doing 40 rounds of boxing in 40 minutes straight the other day for my birthday. And I knew if I didn't show up to do that and get it done, that I would have regretted that opportunity. And also I would have regretted not being able to share that win. So you can tell straight away, like me not wanting to regret things and wanting to go win helps other people win too, right? And so I often think, I shared in that episode too, do I want to tell this story? So like, let's say, for example, I get asked to go into a big keynote speech or something that challenges me or, or the boxing or an ultra marathon or whatever, okay? Do, the question you ask yourself is to, to avoid regret. You say to yourself, do I want to tell this story to my future kids or whatever or, or other people? Is this a story, is this a chapter that I could write about in my book? If the answer is, I want to tell the story, then go do it. Don't delay. Life slips through your fingers so fast. And by the time you get older, you can't. You don't have the fortitude, the energy, right? Do it now, today. Do not regret things. Regret is a terrible thing. And he talk, Gary Vee talks about going to a, you know, an age facility, an aged care home, and, and to looking at the people and asking them questions. And he says, you know, sh very quickly you'll realize, I don't have a second to lose, right? You don't have a second to lose. Yes, you've got to be patient in the macro, but you've got to be impatient in the micro. Take action today to avoid regret later, okay? Because you can be patient when you know you're doing the work today because you know it's going to pay off. But you, you, you can't be patient if you're not doing the work because you know it's not going to pay off. You're like, oh my God, I'm wasting time. So start today. Do not take the poison pill of regret later, okay? There's never going to be a perfect time. I mean, there's never a perfect time. Never. I once heard that you've got to... Uh, the, 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 the skies aren't going to part with the perfect weather and rainbow for you to get on with it. You've just got to learn to dance in the rain. So start where you stand, dance in the rain, do it around all the chaos and all the stuff that's going on. Just go. Start, right? The fourth thing I learned from him was how you make your, this is really important for you guys, ready? How you make your money is more important than how much money you make. 
And I wholeheartedly agree with that because from personal experience, I've made money in many ways that I didn't enjoy. So I'll give you a quick example. I graduated law school, became a lawyer for one day and quit because it was a terrible way for me to make money. Okay. Then I went into real estate development and construction in Abu Dhabi in the Middle East, was there for four and a half years. I didn't enjoy the work to make the money. I didn't enjoy the work. It wasn't me. I wasn't a development guy. I wasn't, I hate, I dislike projects in real estate. I just don't like it. And as soon as I was unhappy and I was like, I don't, I can't see myself here. I, I resigned. I didn't, it didn't matter if I was making good about what I could have made there in that company. It wasn't, it wasn't me. Right. And then I went into property marketing and sales with my dad and we, we fly, we, we did like, it was like a business, uh, a baptism of fire of business consulting and development and selling in my incredible experience for seven years. Right. Uh, the things we achieved and did, and there was just insane. It's like, I could write a whole book on it, but, but it still wasn't quite what I wanted to, it wasn't my vision and dream. And so in the moment that I understood that, how I'd found my vision and dream, I found it through network marketing and educating and, and, and building this, right. Building our financial education business and network marketing, because I love doing those things. Right. And I, I kind of got a taste of it and I knew I had to make a hard decision. I was like, yes, I could make money in real estate. And even have a buddy, I'm catching up with this week. He said, Lloyd, if you went into commercial sales and real estate, he goes, you would be so well, you would have made so much money. I'm like, I get it, dude, but it just wouldn't have brought me joy because for money to buy you happiness, there are two things. And I talk about it in my book, Money Buys Happiness. There are two things you need to do to, for money to buy you happiness. Number one, you have to make it the way you want to make it and you got to spend the way you want to spend it. If you can't make it the way you want and spend it the way you want, then you're going to find money doesn't bring anything. Like money is inanimate in and in, in, in itself does not make anyone happy, but it buys you happiness when you can make it a certain way. So how you make it is more important than how much you make. And of course, how you spend it is more important than it as well about bringing you joy, doing the things you want to do. Just because you have money and you buy a house doesn't mean you're going to be happy. I couldn't think of anything worse. It would bring me so much sadness. So money will bring you happiness when you spend it on the right things and make it a certain way. So I agree with Gary wholeheartedly. And I didn't ever stop looking and searching for how I wanted to make money until I found it. And then I didn't find it until I was 30 or something, 31, right? Just keep searching. I know people that haven't found it until they're 60. So what? It doesn't matter. You've got to keep searching because what will happen if you don't do this is you'll go off and do it all for the money and you'll get to the end of your life and you'll have so much regret and that'll contravene, you know, lesson number three, avoid regret. So go and start learning how to make money, how you want to make it. But by the way, caveat, you'll still have to learn stuff that's going to be uncomfortable. That you cannot avoid. You just can't, okay? You're going to have to learn to sell and market and and talk to people, you're going to have to, all of your fears will follow you around until you face them. Okay. So that's the fourth thing. Okay. How you make money is more important than how much money you make. I took a pay cut. Um, I took a pay cut to get out of property, to go on off and do our thing, our online businesses. Right. It took, I, I, it probably cost me a, a fair bit, but I could care less. It just got to get on your own mission. Got to build your, you know, build, if you've got a, a desire to build something, just to run your own way and follow your own heart, you've got to follow it. What's that song by um, Fleetwood Mac? You can go your own way. So go your own way. I never wanted to go somewhere else. So I worked for a company, worked for, with my dad. It was really his business. You know, like I, I wanted to forge my own path. Go forge your own path. Okay. How you make money is important. Number five, if you want to change the world, you've got to aim for 39 content posts per day. So when I posted this on my Instagram, it triggered people, um, a few people. And uh, that's cool. 
And I'm sure it triggered people in the crowd when Gary mentioned it too. But let me put it in context. That doesn't mean you get on Facebook and post 39 pieces of content on Facebook. It doesn't mean that at all. What he was saying was there was a guy asked, and it was behind me, Joey's name, he's a cool guy. Uh, he asked this question and he said, uh, you know, Gary, how do I like make a big impact? He's like, well, how much are you, how much content are you putting out there for the world to see? And he said, oh, I'm doing like a post day or something like that, or a couple posts, you know, and just here and there. And he's like, flipping heck, man, if you want to change the world, you've got to up your ante. People are wanting to change the world, but their actions don't speak that. So he said, you know, he goes, I put out 39 pieces of content a day. So Gary puts out 39 pieces a day. So let me put that in context. If you, if there are like there's Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, you know, there's all like stories feature, there's YouTube, there's shorts and reels and so on. It's like, you know, there's probably 10 different platforms and styles within the platforms. There's threads now, right? So d there's different like p types of content in the different platforms. Let's say, for example, there's like seven or six good platforms, right? Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, threads, uh, YouTube, um, Snapchat or whatever, right? There's like six, whatever. There's, let's say there's six good platforms, 39 of those. So let, you got to do like almost six posts a day on those, but it's not just a static post. It's like, well, I'll do a Facebook reel. I'll do a Facebook live. I'll do a Facebook static post. Um, yeah, that's three for Facebook straight away. Right? So if you're doing a fair few and you're doing more than one reel a day, which is what Gary would be doing, obviously, if you go to his page, then you're easily going to get to like six content pieces per platform over six platforms. That's 36. It's not actually a lot. Like it is a lot, but it's not by his standards. He's playing at a different level. He's changing the world. So if you're not playing at that level, you're not changing. Like you can still change your world and you can change the micro-influence around you, but he's playing a different game. He's playing a flipping world changing game. He's playing at a different level and he's playing a good level. And I don't look at that and go, oh, I can't do 39. I can't believe I can't change the world. I'm like, how do I do 39 pieces of content effectively across multiple platforms and repurpose and use things? How do I? I never look at someone and go, I can't do that. You know, I don't believe you. I don't believe you need to do that to change the world. I just go, well, if you're playing at that level, Gary, how can I play at that level with you? That's how I approach. I'm like, I don't think of the excuses or the work involved. I'm like, how can I do it smartly and effectively with leverage so it doesn't take much of my time? Think about that. So now what have we got? I'm going to see if I can get to 39 in a day, just on various things. And I just want to report back on that. I want to see if I can do it, see what it looks like, right? Because who doesn't want to play at that level, okay? So, he, and the, the underlying lesson is not about the posting. It's like, it's, you got to be louder, speak more, do more, be the, be omnipresent. This is this what it takes to build a personal brand now and get your message out to the world for free through social media, Okay. That's world changing. Like he is getting, becoming very well known for helping a lot of people at scale because of this. Okay. So I do listen to him. So, uh, they're the five things that I've learned from Gary. I've obviously got some things to implement myself there, but a lot of the other stuff I just, I've already implemented and I'm going to tell you, he's so right. All that stuff makes sense. I hope you've got some value from those five things. Um, I'd love to know which one resonates with you the most. Um, but if you can get a chance to follow Gary V, do that. Uh, he's awesome and I'd love to have him on the show. Put it out there to the universe. Gary Vaynerchuk will come onto the podcast. Gary Vaynerchuk will come onto the podcast. Is there, if anyone knows him personally, can introduce me to him. Uh, I already met him, but I was like, it wasn't the right time to be asking him, getting on the podcast. Um, so I'm going to get him on. All right. Um, and that's going to be cool. We can, we can unpack this together. So there you go. All right. Uh, that's it for me today. So thanks for, for 
for sharing the podcast. Thanks for the five-star reviews. Thank you for your attention and uh, making this kick-ass podcast. If you want to share this episode with a friend, please do that. Please share it to your stories on Instagram. Really appreciate that. Thanks for those of you who do. You're a legend. Thanks so much. And you go have yourself a wealthy week. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 